thanks for tuning in to Being Trans. Um, I'd be lying if I said this was a really easy um, podcast to create this time. Because it isn't. There's a lot of things that come from this podcast and doing what I am going to be talking about in your life and what it will do to being trans. At the same time, those that are looking in from the outside who are not trans will also see a little bit of what we've gone through in trying to get to this subject matter. So today we're going to talk about self. Self is a very important thing that a lot of people, even people that aren't trans, may not quite grasp the severity or the necessity to be that, to connect with who they are personally. You probably got some people out there that are listening to this and thinking, I know all about myself. You may not. And I'll, and I'll, you'll catch on to why I'm talking about this as we're going on. Because self is more than just being able to look yourself in the mirror. Self is knowing the flaws of who you are and the strengths of who you are. And sometimes when we come to terms with those, it can be very difficult. So I've got a list of things we're going to talk about. And I found a really, really good article um, from Psychology Today that talks a little bit about what I'm talking about. And there is some things that I agree with it, and there are some things that I disagree with it. Okay, and a lot of people don't. When she wrote, when the when the writer wrote this, I don't think she really was able to take a step back and not only be honest with what she wrote, but honest with the truth that lies in what she wrote. So you can you can we can look at something and read word for word what it said, or we can look at it and look at what the spirit of what it has been said. Okay. And I don't think that she got to that level of where she was looking at the spirit. She was looking at the word and I'm looking at the word and saying, you've missed the spirit. Now there are a set of benefits that will happen in your life. The things that will change for the better once you start to understand self. Once you're able to look at you as honestly as you can be. And once others see you as honestly as you want them to see you. And a lot of people, and I, I think that a lot of people that are outside the, the trans uh, experience don't quite grasp is the level of honesty that it takes for a trans person 
to step out and say, this is the real me. Like me, hate me, love me, despise me, I don't care. This is the real me. And it takes a lot of courage to do that. But we don't need people telling us, wow, you're so brave. Because it's not a matter of brave. It's a matter of honesty. And that's a very, very difficult thing to experience. It's a very difficult thing to see from the outside. Because not only are you being honest with everyone around you, you have to learn to be honest with yourself at the exact same time. And it can be very difficult to get to that spot. But once you do that, even the writer says, you're going to have more happiness. And, and I disagree with that. Because the, the issue isn't happiness. It's contentment. It's learning to be content with who you are. It's learning to be content with the challenges that you will face. It's learning to understand that, yes, here I am. I'm a trans woman, and my voice will always be this way. I can sit there and take lessons and lessons and lessons and stretch and tighten my vocal cords and do whatever I can to raise my voice to a different level. But I'm really not interested in that. And see where that honesty is right there? I'm not interested in it. I'm okay with my voice. Yes, it is not what you'd expect from a, 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 a cisgendered woman, but I'm not a cisgendered I'm a trans woman, and I'm okay with being a trans woman. I really am. And that took a lot of honesty to be to that level where I could look at myself and say, I'm okay with that. And that's a sense of contentment because I'm at ease with it. It's not going to make me happy. Not one thing in this world will ever make you happy. Not one thing. Because eventually you'll get tired of it. You could go out and you could buy that flashing car that you've been always wanted. But it's still the car. And in 20 years down the road, it's not going to be so flashy. You may have had an accident, so it doesn't quite look the same. Or the paint is fading in certain places. And it's never, ever going to make you completely happy. Because other things may suffer because you bought that car. I've seen a person, I know this person quite well. And they have convinced themselves that to be happy and to be this and to be that, they have to look what they really aren't. So they went out and bought this flashy car. But if that car breaks down, they can't afford to fix it. 
So then they'll just have an anchor in their driveway that they can't afford. And they already have another car there that they can't afford to fix as well. So two super expensive cars, one's broken, they can't afford to fix it. So they bought another car that was just equally, if not more expensive to drive than the first car. It looks nice, don't get me wrong. It is a nice looking car, both of them are. But it makes no sense, none whatsoever. Those choices don't make you happy. At the moment, they make you content. You have transportation. You're able to do things. Well, that's a kind of the same way with being open and honest um, about being trans. We are expressing our truth to everybody. And that will help us start down a path in our life that we will become more content with existing. It also stops some of the, the conflict that lives with us from day to day. And, and a lot of people will say, well, that's, that's, you know, that's a mental health issue. It is a mental health issue. We all have that. Could I have done better in my job? Could I have made this choice? Could I have made that choice? We could ask ourselves till we're blue in the face so many different times. It doesn't matter if you're trans or cis. We all have that view of 2020. But with a trans person, we have that view of, oh, I really dislike myself. And when we make that choice to step out into the world, that changes. That voice becomes lessened. It is not such a conflict within yourself. You've taken a giant leap out there. You know, let me be honest. Not everybody has to take that leap. Sometimes you can sit there and be honest with yourself and never take the leap. You don't have to tell anybody else. Because maybe life is okay and you don't want it to change. And that's okay too. But being honest with who you are to yourself makes things so much easier. And it eases up that internal conflict that you might have with being transgender. And if you're looking at your child who might be transgender and they're having these conflicts and they're angry or they're, but they've told you, hey, A plus B is an equal C. And in my podcast or in the readings on my site, you're going to see me talking about A plus B does not equal C. But what that generally means is A is your mind, and B is your body, and C is your complete package. All right? My mind does not see that my body is correct. And I don't like it. C is the, is the answer, and it's causing me problems. But eventually I got to a point where I was like, I told that people that A plus B doesn't equal C, and it changed the way that I was looking at me. And I, yes, I did lose friends. Yes, I did lose colleagues. I did lose loved ones. 
But in the end, if you're not with me, you're not against me. I just don't care anymore. And that lessens some of that inner conflict, some of that resistance to what you might be experiencing in your life. You also learn to make better choices. Once you start to get to know who you are, once you start to accept who you are, you can make better choices. Like that person that bought the car. They could have bought quite a bit cheaper car and been able to fix it the first time. It may not have had the Audi badge or the, the Mercedes badge or the BMW badge on it. But you could have afforded to fix it and have a car for a lot longer. And it could have saved petrol. It could have saved on cost to run it. it, it it's part of that self-control. And that self-control is, yes, I do want that fancy car, but I can't afford it. And when we start to look at understanding ourselves and starting to be honest more with ourselves, self-control becomes easier. I'll give you a, a, a little story. I, When I was young, I stole a bottle of wine from my great aunt's house. And I had never drank before. And I had heard that it numbed pain. I had heard that it lessened things and it was fun. I could forget, and my thought was maybe I could forget what was going on in my life. My family has problems with alcohol. They always have. And we need to be honest with that. And I was about to walk down that same pathway. And I did. I drank that bottle of wine. And then I started looking for other ways to get alcohol. And then I started drinking on a regular basis, hiding how I was drinking and where I was drinking, how much I was drinking. Because when I drank, I didn't feel the pain that existed in my life. When I turned a lot older, <laughs> I was about 30-something years old, and I, I decided this isn't the best way to do this. I know myself better than this. I know that I'm making some poor choices here. I need to change. And I stopped drinking. And that was 21 years ago. 21 years ago. And I look back and I think, wow. What have I done for my life? What has changed because I don't spend that money? I'm transgender. Going to a bar puts me in a place where it's not safe. I know this. This is part of being honest and making better decisions. I know that there are people out there that don't like me because I'm trans. And placing myself in dangerous places isn't the safest way for me. It doesn't mean I have to give up drinking. I wanted to. But I could have sought better help. I could have sought help from people that were experiencing it. I did a cold turkey and all by myself, and that was really hard on my body. It was really hard on myself. But I did it. And every year I wrote 
to myself, I'm so proud of myself. I'm, you've made it another year. Good job. Let's do it again. Let's, let's just keep going down this path. And I congratulated myself. And about five years ago, I, I you know, I'm, I have different social circles now. And some of the people I know, some of the people that I care about drink. But because I started becoming more honest with who I am as a person, and I started to learn more self-control around that, I started to realize that I don't need that. You can drink around me. It's not a problem. I'm not going to go into a tailspin and grab a bottle and drink it. I don't need it. I don't need it at all. And you also get able to say no instead of saying, yeah, I'll take that drink because of pressures that might be around you. Because you know who you are with that self-control, with that self-knowledge, with, with you understanding who you are. And also, people start to look at you differently. It's okay. Allie doesn't drink. Can we get her a Coke? Allie doesn't drink. Can we get her a lemon lime? Oh, sorry. I forgot to tell you. Don't, don't offer Allie. She's, she hasn't drank in a long time. Just a fizzy will do great. I've heard friends stand up for me. And also being happy that they have done that for me. They didn't have to, but they they chose to. And that's because I've chosen to live my life as honest as I could. And that changes how people view you. And people become more tolerant of you. So you might make a mistake. But because you're honest in your dealings, you're honest with who you are as a person, they're more apt to forgive that foupaw or that mistake. Like, I have friends, and I love them dearly, and they're great friends. But every so often, they'll slip up, and they'll use the wrong pronoun. And you know what? That's okay, too, because we all make mistakes. My oldest son is trying to learn the difference between pronouns and trying to learn respect around pronouns. And I'm very patient with him. I've asked him to start using correct pronouns with me. And I'm not trying to force him. I've asked him to. And he might slip up and I'll go, hey. And he'll go, oh, yeah, sorry about that. I do apologize. And that's tolerance. Because now you don't need to be so, it's this. It's because you're being honest not only with forgiving them because they matter to you. And you matter to them. And you want to keep that relationship because they love you for who you are. And I see friends, and I've had friends that somebody will misgender me, and they'll go, hey, she uses she and her pronouns. You please be kind to her. Or Allie doesn't use those pronouns. He uses she and her. Or Allie prefers feminine pronouns, please. And I've heard friends stand up for me. And it sounds beautiful. It feels beautiful. 
And you know what that does for me, for them? Because they care so much about me, it enhances my feeling towards them. I end up caring more about them. It also changes. Once you get to that stage of understanding who you are and being more honest with yourself and removing some of the obstacles that have caused you difficulty because you weren't, it gives you more zest for life. And it, like I said, I find pleasure in things that I would have never found pleasure in. Because I was too wrapped up in hiding being transgender that I could not find pleasure in certain things because I felt so guilty for being this way. It wasn't necessary. It actually became self-defeating. And it was also self-harm, too. But the moment I got rid of that, and the moment I started being more honest with being transgender and with having my difficulties around being transgender, the more life became a real pleasure to be in. Yes, a lot of things have changed for me. I have real problems with my fibromyalgia now. Um, to the point that it can be quite difficult to walk. It can be quite difficult to not be in pain a full day. Or when it gets to a certain level where my pain is too much and I just need to look at my child and say, sorry, I can't take you to jiu-jitsu tonight. I can barely walk. But my child will look at me and go, okay. I understand. How about I cook dinner tonight? And we're honest and it builds that relationship that is so vital in my life. And it's a pleasure to see my child grow up as a young man and become such a caring individual. And I am so very proud of him. I can't wait to see what he does in the future. The individual who wrote this talked a little bit about, uh, they had a an acronym, and it's called VITALS. And I, and I read this, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. I kind of like this. And they talked about part of your building blocks to acknowledging what self is for you is to look at this acronym and break it apart. V for values. I for interests, T for temperament, um, A for around-the-clock activities, okay, um, L for life, and S for strengths. And when you go through this and you read her article, it is a really, really good article, and I will share it in there. And I, I think that when you look at the building blocks of who you are as a person and who you deal with outside of being transgender, the more you're honest about being transgender, the more people can see you for being just a person. And I've said this before and I and in the old podcast that I had, that there was a an individual who went into a store and she was taking back her 
um, her child's video game because it wasn't working correctly. And the young person behind the counter misgendered. Not once, not twice, like about three or four times. And then what happened after that was the the trans person got super upset and lost control of their focus. And what happened after that was they blew up. And that blow up felt a ripple through our community. And I, 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 I said it before in the old one, the harm that we do to ourselves as a community is directly proportional to the good that we do. So, in other words, if you go out in the community and you're doing a lot of good, there'll be zero harm. People will go, you're a great person. Oh, you're trans. Okay. I have a positive view of transgender individuals because of you. And you, because you yourself and your understanding of you, should feel good about that. They may not say it. They may not verbalize it. They just might treat you differently. With kindness and compassion. And that is immeasurable. That is wonderful when you feel it. But like that individual, that individual went burkos. Uh, that's a word that we don't use all around the world, but really lost the plot and got upset to a point that everybody was looking at that individual and pointing at their nose and going, ah, see, it's a typical trans person. Such a drama queen. And it happened to be a ripple effect that so many people thought negatively about us. Not everybody out there when they make a, a, a mistake about your gender or about your identity is out to hurt you. There is honest mistakes. And then there are people who are jerks. But if your self is strong enough, you understand who you are, then you can actually look at that and say, you know what? All right. You're just a jerk. I've had people do it on purpose. I've had people get upset with me in uh, gaming communities and they didn't like that I was transgender and they went after to find out what my old name was and then they started attacking me and I was like, do you feel better about yourself? Is it making you feel better? Are you going to go to sleep tonight feeling good about yourself? Because it doesn't affect And you're not going to harm me. So you do you, and I'll do me. And we don't have to talk. And I ignore them. And I go on and I have fun with other friends. And what does that do? That creates a positive ripple. People look at me and go, gosh, Allie is Allie. Allie is nice and Allie is kind, but I love Allie for Allie. She is a really lovely person.
and it goes whoop, 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 whoop. The people that might be in a boat over here will feel a little ripple. I heard about that person. Or Allie's in the human library, and she does an amazing job at it. Wow. There are good stories about her. It's that positive interaction because you understand you better than we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to complete, have a little bit more talking about this. And uh, we're also going to be looking at ways to work on you. I can't tell you to do this. All I can do is give you some ideas. All right. Thank you. Get a drink. Come on back. Welcome back to part two. As I was saying, some of the things that, that we look at that creating that positive view of being transgender not only shows people that we're good people, but it shows you you're still a good person. Do something. You know, I there are plenty of volunteer projects that exist that don't involve groups like the Salvation Army or other religious affiliations. There is other ways to volunteer. And you might go, why do I want to volunteer? Well, one of the best ways to help yourself understand yourself and exist more in yourself is actually to volunteer. You might be going, what? The issue is, is the more that you care about those outside of you, the more life becomes better for you. It really does. Because you're able to look at other problems that are not your problems. And you might be able to be that one person that sees a solution. You might be able to be that one person that can help someone where others have tried and failed. Now, you can go do what I did for a whole year. The kids and I, when we first, when I first separated and from my ex-partner and the kids and I changed course in our lives without that person in our lives. We spent a year doing what's called a bread run. And what that was, was twofold mission. I was getting the children and myself the ability to ignore the problems that existed in our lives, that we were having to start all over, and that our family dynamics were going to change and that we had to start healing from all the harm that we were accustomed to for so long. But what it also did is people saw me as a parent with their children and I'm a trans person. And that I'm kind and I'm caring and I'm loving and I'm willing to give up my time for others. And 
it also changed me. It brought something to myself that I felt valued for doing something for others. And as the more people saw myself grow, they grew with me. My bread run, we stood there for a year doing it. And then we did it on the side as, hey, if you need us, call us, but we're done with the full-time bread run. Uh, this is the new person's taking over. If they can't do it, give me a call and we'll come in and help. And they were happy. They loved that. And all that was was a, there was a local break, bakery here where I live that at the end of every day, they have day old bread. They call the bread run people. We come in, we package the bread up, we put it in bags, and we take it to less than fortunate people, less than fortunate than ourselves. And what that does, and this is an amazing amazing um, oh, there's a word for it and I have forgotten it but it does something amazing for a community because I know people and you might know people who are doing it hard and because I know you and I give you some bread it may help you afford to send your kid to school tomorrow with a lunch or you may be able to have a better meal tonight with your children or yourself. Or if you're a single person and you don't have a lot of money and I just gave you a couple of loaves of bread, that changes you. That changes your life. That betters your life. And when you look at me, you go, gosh, thank you for caring about me. And it brings us together closer as a society. As a community, we are drawn together because of that compassion. And I have to thank the bakeries that are around me in my town that do that. From the bottom of my heart, they are an amazing organization that thousands of dollars of bread gets delivered every day by people who know people are doing it hard. And it changes everything. It lifts everything. And when they look at me, they knew I was trans. I didn't hide it. I didn't try and go stealth or anything. I just lived my life as me. I had neighbors. I live in an area that sometimes can be a little rough around the edges. But the neighbors that were always around me when I would come home, I'd make sure that I would give bread to them. And what did that do for my neighbors and me? It built a relationship that was... wonderful because they got to know me and I got to know them as people, as neighbors, as kind and compassionate person. I may be a trans person, but I'm so caring and compassionate. And that ripple effect is so positive that when that person did her little blow up, they went, oh, that person's horrible. 
you know, Allie is such an amazing person. I don't think they're both, I don't think all trans people are like that. I think they're probably more like Allie. And that kind of effect has a growing effect on yourself. Because then you start looking at it as they treat you over the fence. Hi, Allie. Allie, how you doing? Need a little help with a flat tire? Not a problem. And that lifts you. And that lifts me. And knowing yourself and being honest with yourself and being honest with those around you, it changes so much more than you could ever imagine. Unfortunately, that trans person is forever going to be known on the internet as rah person. And not, oh, okay, yeah. Yep, here's this. Yeah, I don't have a receipt, but I have on my phone through my banking, this is where I bought it. And they go, oh, yeah, on that day, okay. And that person would have been able to help a little bit better. As we've always said, you know, you'll catch more flies with honey than you will vinegar. And that's very true. And that same thing goes for who we are. So in doing something simple like that, we'll lift who you are as a person. It'll lift your existence. It will help you be you. Other things that will help in this process of change, because it's going to change you. When you start giving of yourself, it changes so much more. Like, I have been a member of the Human Library for about five years now, four or five years. And I love every moment. Every moment is such a wonderful organization. I tell my story of who I am, what I've gone through, and how I have changed in my life. And what those changes have done. And I've had uh, people write me letters and say, thank you so much for being you. Thank you so much for being so kind, considerate, and compassionate to come talk to me about striving to be more. I've had even doctors, because one of my pride and joy is actually being a transgender healthcare educator. I teach doctors a little bit more about what it is to be transgender, what type of medicines we look at, what, uh, how it impacts us, and how to better serve us as uh, physicians to patients. And I go into a lot more details than that, but my goal is to help people understand. And I get letters and I get thank you cards and I get doctors that I have met in town that have walked up and said, Allie, how you doing today? And that's changed. And so finding things to do, becoming an active member in your community is greatly essential to lifting where you stand. And that's, that's the first thing I want to tell you is lift where you stand. Do more for where you're at in this world. And it will change your life. It will change how people view you. It will do more for you. It will lower that risk factor that you exist in. You may still have people that will hate you. You will still probably have people who do not want anything to do with you. You may still lose family. 
but you being you will be good for you. It'll help you create that view of self. I'm important. I'm loved. I'm cared for. I'm compassionate. I'm kind. I'm funny. I'm respectful. You start using that word, I, and that lifts you. And that is so much. And being you, the person that you want to be. Because once you start doing that, people will take notice. And people that are not trans, that are listening to this, I hope that you take view of this. Because a lot of us, when we come out of the closet or out of the shadows, which I prefer, it we are going through a lot. It's like a cocoon. And you break out and they say, oh, it's like a butterfly. Well, could be I could be a moth. But I've changed. And I'm not the same person I was. And I'm not. I even I even look at myself and sometimes I go, oh, yeah. I'm not the same person I used to be. Hold on. Oh, yeah. I've changed quite a bit. And I feel really good about that. And I've had to learn to get rid of some of my negativity. Because there was a lot of negativity. And it was mainly focused at me. And it was so hard. But each day, I try... A little bit harder to get rid of it. Sometimes it's there. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's hard. But each step, moving forward, trying to be a better me, trying to know more about self, I change and I grow and then I expand and I become better than what I was yesterday. And this is the best thing I can tell you. And to the people that are out there, hey, some of these things, you may not be trans, but some of these things are very valuable to you, too. You can take this, and you can look at this, and I, I will include this fantastic article in the um, description of today's show, and I will also include it on the, uh, on the website, which the link for the website is going to be below uh, as well, and you can... Either go to my website, take a look a little bit more about what it's like being trans. Um, maybe we can help each other. Maybe we can both grow from this. Next week, um, we're going to talk a little bit about, and this, this might shock people, online gaming. And what this has done for not only the transgender community, but for the LGBT community as a whole. Because I think a lot of people, a lot of parents, tend to have very large, very large misunderstandings of what online gaming has done for the LGBT community. Because it has changed so much. And so many people. It is a micro view of what the world is. And I can't wait to talk to you about it. I've been gaming for a very long time. 
Um, it's helped me quite a bit. And I've met some fantastic people over the years. Um, and I'm very blessed to still have them in my life. So next week, gaming and being LGBT. Thank you. I wish you all the best in your work to being the best person you can be. I wish you all the best in understanding what it means to find self. What it means to be honest, not only with yourself, but honest to others. Just because you're trans doesn't mean you have to transition. But getting rid of that negative view of who you are will lift who you are. Getting rid of that negativity or that uncertainty will help you lift where you stand. Donating some time is never a bad thing. Communities have forgotten this so much. And the more that we actually give of ourselves, the more we grow, the more others outside see us differently, the more we see ourselves differently, and we grow, and they grow. So take the time. Think about volunteering. If you don't feel like you want to volunteer, try. Just try being a part of the human library. They're all over the world. Cities, some cities have two or three of them because they're so big cities. But it's the Human Library Project. I'm sure you can find it online. Type in your city, type Human Library. Or Human Library Detroit. Human Library Chicago. Human Library Sydney. Human Library Hobart. Human Library Brazil. They're all over the world, and it's free to be a member. And they will help you adjust self a little bit. Not by them doing it for you. You'll do it to yourself. It's a wonderful, wonderful organization with people filled with hearts of gold. And when you start hearing other people's stories about their lives, it's going to lift your life. I have met a gentleman who during the fall of Germany in World War II grew up around there and how he had to move to Australia and start his whole life over as a youth and what it meant for him and the memories that he has and what he has seen and the horrors of that time. Generations have forgotten so many stories. And the Human Library offers that to pass it along. I grew by meeting Gunter. I have grown because of that man. I have learned so much. And I found someone that I truly care about. And I've met so many other people that have opened my eyes. Give it a shot. 
Thank you for taking the time and listening to Being Trans. Um, we are privately funded by myself, um, part of the uh, Lena's Journey, which is at www.alenasjourney.com, which is my personal website that I've had for over five years that talks about being trans. On there we have evidence to help you understand a little bit more about who you are as a trans person. Or if you're not a trans person, you're looking in and you're trying to understand the truth about being transgender, the evidence is listed there. There's currently, I'm currently re-adding a whole bunch of uh, news are, uh, of peer-reviewed articles from physicians, uh, psychologists, and such like that to well over 150 different studies have been done about being transgender, about the issues of mental health, um, suicide. Um, it is just an amazing site, and it's free. Please take the time, come visit. Um, if you have questions, I even have a frequently asked questions section for not only trans women, if you have questions about trans women, if you have questions about trans men, if you have questions about transgender children, this is a really good place to start. I don't have all of them. If you have a question, I even have the ability to contact me. And I will look up your question, I will find the answer, and I will put it on the frequently asked question list. I search out questions, I put them up, and I answer them there. I've even gotten quite a few questions over the years. And I, I sincerely hope that you take the time and enjoy the website. Have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you.